This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We have been talking about the Coastal Gas Link Project building a 670-kilometer pipeline from the northeast to Kitimat on the coast. The company has agreements with 20 elected First Nation councils along the path, but as you know, hereditary clan chiefs who are leaders under the more traditional form of government say the $6.6 billion project does not have authority without their consent. Well, this past weekend, a Green MLA and a Green MP uh, paid a visit to the area. They were invited to the area, one of those being Paul Manley, who is an MP from Nanaimo Ladysmith. And he joins us now to talk a bit more about that. Thanks so much for being here. Well, thanks for uh, including me in your conversation. Uh, So what was the meeting like? What was accomplished or what did you do uh, when you met with the hereditary chiefs? Well, I'm I'm just uh, you know here to listen and learn and uh, get more background on uh, what's happened up here, and I'm also here to meet with the RCMP to to discuss with them what what the actions uh, that they're taking uh, might be, and uh, you know we have concerns about what happened last year, and we don't want to see a repeat of that. Uh, the Green Party, you know, one of our core principles is nonviolence, and and we want to see. Uh, dialogue in this in this situation and so uh, I think that you know last year what happened was a, a black eye to Canada um, and so we don't we don't want to see an action like that again and so I think it's important to, to have those discussions and it's important to hear what the hereditary chiefs have to say they've they've asked for um, meetings with the uh, provincial and federal government because that's you know who they negotiate with not they don't negotiate with the company um, and they, you know, the premier hasn't been out to meet with the hereditary chief, and neither has the prime minister. So I'm I'm here to listen and learn. In terms of the what I've learned about about you know the situation with band councils, they're put in a tough position. They are responsible for the reserves. They're um, the elected system that's imposed by the Colonial uh, Indian Act, and uh, the the band council members who who signed those agreements lost elections afterwards. So none of them are, are elected uh, members any longer. And the community meetings that were held, the community said that they were they were not in support of this project. So um, I know that elected band, band uh, councils and chiefs are, in, are put in a tough position because their they're communities are impoverished and have been impoverished for, uh, you know, over 100 years. And uh, they're, they're dealing with a, a colonial system and they should be given other options rather than, uh, you know, damaging, environmentally destructive extraction projects and, and the money that comes from that or nothing. So, um, Did you get the impression, because a lot has been, and you just mentioned that the Premier, the Prime Minister, have not met with the hereditary chiefs. Did you get the impression that should that meeting occur, anything would change? Uh, in terms of their support for the pipeline, I'm not sure. I th- uh, you know, think the like the pipeline I've just been learning has gone through uh, a, a pristine area. The where the, where they're building uh, the pipeline has gone through a, a pristine area and trail that is used for hunting and trapping that has never been logged and has been an area that uh, that um, has a sacred burial ground on it that, that date back uh, a long, long time and. Um, so they're they're not happy about this 
route going through the community, um, obviously. And uh, so, you know, in terms of the existing pipeline route, I don't think that, that uh, a meeting with the Prime Minister or, or Premier would change their feelings about where that route is now. I don't know why a, a different route wasn't wasn't chosen, but uh, these are decisions that are made that, that are now being uh, pushed through against the will of the hereditary chiefs. Uh, you mentioned too the uh, that they should be given the people who are for, uh, perhaps in favor of this should be given a, another choice uh, rather than this being the only way uh, to pull people out of poverty. But that certainly has been one of the arguments from those who are in favor, saying this is something that will bring people out of poverty and will have a positive impact. Well, I think if there if there wasn't six billion dollars worth of tax incentives to the five foreign multinationals that are. Um, doing this LNG Canada project and if, if the, the government of Canada wasn't pouring money into this as well as the provincial government we didn't have all these subsidies and you know Site C is another subsidy for this this project that we would be looking at other alternatives to fracking in the northeast and exporting uh, LNG and, and uh, raw products from this country I think that the government makes these decisions on on uh, what's in, you know important and they talk about the national interest, but I don't think that uh, these destructive environmental projects are in the national interest. Fracking is is uh, um, extremely dangerous for for the climate. You know, when methane is released into the atmosphere in the first 15 years, it's 80 times more potent than CO2, and it's it's uh, fracking destroys uh, aquifers and water. It destroys the air shed. It's it's um, it uh, causes earthquakes. It's extremely uh, detrimental to the environment. And to to have, you know, billions of dollars in subsidies for foreign multinationals to exploit this resource, uh, I think, is is highly problematic. We should be putting, you know, if even if there was a level playing field and there weren't subsidies for the fossil fuel industry, would this project go forward? You know, and if we were putting money into that that kind of tax subsidy into renewable resources, we might have other projects up here that uh, First Nations could be uh, benefiting from. So it's, it's all about choices, and it's the choices that the, that the provincial and federal governments are making. And I'd say that these are pretty poor choices. All right, uh, Paul Manley, we'll have to leave it there. We're out of time, but thanks for taking some time with us today. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. Take right. care. Paul Manley is the Green Party MP from Nanaimo, Ladysmith, and joining us from his meeting with hereditary chiefs in Wet'suwet'en territory.